Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 51 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm here with Kaylee. She is a psychic medium. She actually read me a few weeks ago with some tarot cards and I needed to have her on the podcast. We've never done this before on the Mimi B Magazine podcast, but you know, there's a first for everything. So welcome. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, So yeah, I think it's just so interesting what you do. And I would really love for you to tell everybody about your story and how you got to where you are when you first realized you were really in tune with your spirituality and that you could actually really help other people with it. And yeah, everything about that. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, so basically, um, I think I've just always been interested in kind of like spiritual things. And especially like mediumship, connecting with spirit, your loved ones in the spirit world. My mum used to be um, really interested in having readings done. So she would always go and see mediums and tell me and my sister about it. And then when I was about um, 17, I went to my local spiritualist church and just tried to start developing a little bit for myself. And I just found it all extremely interesting. And I started going to more groups and eventually just learned how to do readings and I've just kind of kept developing over the years and then just adding more and more things to the list for example I offer Reiki healing crystal healing and sound therapy so I've just learned lots of more lots more tools over this journey and it just allows me to help people when they need healing and guidance. So which one out of all of them do you think is the most effective for healing? So I think sometimes it's a combination and sometimes I just work intuitively to see what the person needs. A lot of the time I will start with Reiki healing and that allows me just to get to kind of like the root causes of things, you know, just see where the blockages are in the body and in the chakras. And then I will maybe add some sound healing or some crystal healing from there. So it kind of really just depends on the person. Cool. So let's get into Reiki healing because she actually did a session on me guys a few weeks ago and um, it was a distance session because we are quite far away from each other. Um, She lives more south um, of England, I guess, not really in London, Um, kind of London, and I'm more kind of north London. So, well, I guess Notting Hill. Um, But anyway, we did it over the phone and do you want to go through... Um, kind of how you use Reiki and what it is exactly and like how it affects each each uh, chakra yeah. in your body. Okay. So normally when we do Reiki healing, we would be doing, you know, a face-to-face session. So it works very similar to a massage. You would lay down, you would kind of get nice and comfortable, put a blanket over you and just listen to some calming music. And then what I'll be doing is I will just be sending energy to, through your chakras I'll be identifying blockages and seeing where we need to send the most healing so it worked a little bit like a mind map to the areas that have got a blockage and this is very much linked um, emotionally and physically so whatever your 
kind of like thinking about your stress, your worries, everything is very linked to what you're experiencing physically. So we can work out, you know, where physical pain stems from sometimes and things that you need to perhaps work on and let go of. So in a one-to-one session, you would come in, you would lay down for about, you know, 45 minutes. I would be working down your chakras, sending healing to each chakra. And then at the end, I will just kind of like have a chat with you and tell you what comes up, what I picked up on. And I will also just ask you to tell me about your experience. Some people find it extremely relaxing. They might go to sleep. They might see kind of things as if it was a meditation. They might visualize things in their mind. They might see colors. You most often feel heat coming from my hands as well. So it's a really unusual experience and you feel a little bit kind of like um, not sure what really happened at the end and you don't really want it to stop. So it's a really nice sort of feeling. In terms of um, distance sessions, so distance sessions are really powerful and I, I enjoy doing them. So I can send distance Reiki healing anywhere in the world. I basically just need to know your name and where you are located and then we'll set up a time and I will just send that healing to you. So I will ask the person to just sit and relax or lay down and just be ready to receive healing. And the way I do it is, it sounds funny, but I actually work with like a teddy bear. So what I'll do is I'll lay the teddy bear down and I use that in place of the person. So we kind of like connect to the chakras and I just see wherever I'm drawn to send the healing. And I would actually put my hands on the teddy bear and send that healing. So it's kind of, it's kind of like a voodoo doll, but in a positive way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, kind of yeah (laughs) so um, anything that I'm made aware of I will then relate to that person at the end of the session and sometimes people can even feel the heat as well so even through the distance they can feel the heat some people have said to me that they actually fell asleep during a distance session so that's really interesting but I even pick Mm -hmm. up more information when I'm doing the distance sessions but it's just so amazing that we can use this Reiki healing to send it anywhere that it's needed. That's so interesting. How does it work? This is crazy how you can even get more information from distant sessions instead of someone just being right in front of you. Like that's wild. <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably because I'm psychic and I'm a medium as well that I pick up more information. Um, but essentially we're just working with energy. So so ray means universal and ki means life force. So we're just sending that energy um, wherever it's needed. But we also work with symbols as well. So there's a distant symbol that I would um, kind of visualize. And there's a power symbol and a mental emotional symbol. So some people work with symbols, some people don't. I personally do. And they just kind of add power to that energy healing. So yeah, essentially mm. sending through the teddy bear, working with symbols and just kind of like seeing what comes up and just letting you know. And often people, yeah, they just really relate to it. Hmm. So, so cool. That is so interesting. So let's talk about tarot card reading. So how does that work for somebody that's never done it before? And when are, what are the benefits to that? Okay, so when I do psychic readings, I call them psychic readings. I'm working with cards, various cards, and the cards just act like a tool. So essentially the information is coming in my mind psychically, and I'm kind of tuning into that person's energy. So I can do that face-to-face or I can do that again by distance. 
but I'm just kind of like tuning in and just seeing what comes up from the cards and what comes up in my mind. And readings can be just be very helpful for if you at like maybe at a crossroads, you need some guidance, you're making some decisions. I never tell people what to do. It's all kind of just like what comes up and how to present that to the person. But they can be very helpful when you are trying to, you know, find your way in life. So sometimes people come to me feeling a little bit stressed and then they leave feeling more guided and uplifted from a session. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I did too after our session, I felt a lot more calm and it is kind of like a therapy. Um, yeah, I don't have um, a, a therapist, but I've done a few psychic sessions this year and I honestly feel like it's therapy and it does so much for me because I like guidance and there's something, okay, obviously therapy is amazing for a lot of people, but for me, I like, I can just talk, talk, talk to my friends and stuff. I feel like I need when I'm going through something in life, I need something kind of higher than me or like some, something bigger to kind of guide me in the right direction. And, um, I think when I do get readings, I always feel like that is the case. So I definitely am a big avid believer that, it's really helpful and it could kind of just like lead you in the direction that that your soul wants to go in you know yeah I mean that's such a good point you you're actually talking about working with your higher self because in my workshops I teach people that we have all the answers within so I believe that anyone can be psychic anyone can have you know a natural healing ability but we just don't know how to use these skills so we need to kind of learn and we need to just work with our own natural instincts you know our, our intuition. I talk about having like an inner compass. So I use it a lot for when I'm trying to find directions, actually. If I'm looking for a building or something, I'm going somewhere new. I just tune into like my own intuition and just ask myself, am I going right? Am I going left? And I believe that we can all do that. So um, it's just learning how to. And then just going to somebody that you don't know, they don't know anything about you. You can just kind of receive that guidance that helps you move forward. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what? A lot of people, I guess the people that don't really believe in psychics probably aren't listening to this podcast, hence the title. (laughs) But um, I think, you know, there are a lot of phonies out there for sure, like in any profession, people that kind of fake it more. But I really do think that there's so much truth behind it. Like, for example, I've seen four different psychics this year. And, um, you know, every single one of them has said, about my boyfriend, Ben, they've all said, Oh my goodness, you are with your soulmate. This is so rare and so incredible. Um, you know, this is something that's, this is something that's going to be forever. He's your, your forever. And I've been told that from four different people that didn't even know that I had a boyfriend. Right. So it's kind of crazy. It's so because, because that's one of the first things I picked up on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And you said that we are what twin flames? What was was that? Yeah, what you said? I mean, some people haven't heard of twin flames. A lot of people talk about soulmates, but I believe that twin flames are just kind of like that next level of soulmates. So we can meet lots of different soulmates in this lifetime. They can be relationships, but they can even just be friends. Um, but twin flames are kind of like say two people that kind of just complete each other. So it's like your other half. And I think it's not always possible for people to meet their twin flame in this lifetime, but I think it's really special when you do. I think I have two twin flames, my friend Stella, (laughs) my best friend Stella, and my boyfriend Ben. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) 
Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. Um, and obviously it's great to hear. I would never want to hear, oh yeah, this guy, you know, next year you're going to break up with him and I'm, I'd be <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> so it's good to get good news. Okay. Yeah. So actually I just thought of something. Do you ever have to give any of your clients bad news? And like, if you get a really bad vibe off of something or you're reading really negative cards or something's about to happen, um, what do you do? That's interesting, actually, because some people are scared of going for a reading and they're kind of quite, um, they put up a bit of a barrier. But actually, I always say to people that we don't really give bad information, um, especially not some people say, oh, what if you think that person is going to die? I mean, that just doesn't come up for me. Um, And there's a level of professionalism as a medium. The way that you give information, you have to be very careful because you're affecting somebody's life. So, I mean, we might get some things like, you know, I might actually find that I don't think the person's meant to be with their partner, but I'll just word it in a very careful way. And, you know, I'll just present it in a way that they can sort of understand. And I might ask them questions, you know, are you are you happy in your relationship? I might turn it back to them and just find a way of just, you know, presenting it nicely. I'm not just going to abruptly say to someone, oh, you're going to split up with your partner or something really bad. Mm. You know, there's that classic line about, you know, your washing machine is going to break or something that you kind of get told in a reading. So it might be just small bad things, but not bad, if that makes sense. But what if you got the feeling? Has it ever happened that you've had the feeling that something really bad was about to happen to somebody? Not really, to be honest. No, I've never had that. Mm. And I think sometimes people have, you know, but it depends. You know, if you go to a good medium, they're going to give you information in the right way. I've had people come to me that say they've been told certain things and it just shows that it's not it's not the right medium, you know? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, that's so interesting, I find. So, so cool. And guys, after I ask um, Kaylee a few more questions, she's going to do a live tarot card reading on me so you can listen in and hear what it's all about. And I'm going to be totally honest with what she finds, right? Yeah. <laughs> amazing so a few more questions how did you like when did you first start kind of really getting in touch with your intuition like when did you really start realizing that you were able to help others through your psychic powers okay that's a good question um I just want to tell a quick story about um the first spirit that I saw um so basically my whole journey completely started when I was gosh about maybe two years old I was kind of at my nan's house and I started saying the word granddad and I'd never actually met my granddad before. So I was looking at a photo, pointing at it and saying granddad, granddad and eventually pointing to the stairs, asking to go upstairs and my uncle at the time, he took me up the stairs because everybody else was a little bit freaked out. So he was brave enough to come up the stairs and then I think I was pointing in the mirror saying granddad, and basically, it just meant that I'd, I'd seen the ghost of my granddad, who I'd never met in this lifetime. And then I felt that he kind of just stayed with me on this journey, and he's helped me to develop over the years. Um, but one of the key experiences in my development was when I was living in Spain. And I was going mm-hmm. through a really hard time. You know, it's very hard to get work out there, especially if you don't speak the language fully. And I was kind of very depressed at the time and I kind of fell into Reiki, basically. I'd met a couple of um, guys who were running Reiki workshops where I lived. 
and um, I just kind of did the course. It was a weekend course, and I went in there feeling really, really um, kind of bad, you know, wearing all black. And by the end of the weekend, I actually started to wear color again, and I just started to feel me again. So I'd been really lost. And this this um, Reiki one, Reiki level one, it just really helped kind of like move me forward and get me out of this kind of like rut that I was in. And then from there, I went on to study Reiki 2 and Reiki Master. And um, there's just been lots of, you know, really great experiences along this journey. So, um, you know, every course that I've done, it's just kind of developed my skills even more and just made me, um, you know, just taught me different techniques that I can use to help others. I'm not sure if that answers mm. the question there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely it does. What do you do if, if somebody that you encounter kind of doesn't believe in what you do and thinks that you are just, you know, not being honest? Like, has that ever happened? Because I feel like it's tough with a lot of psychics. Like, I know for a fact, my boyfriend, when I tell him, oh, I'm going to go see a, a psychic, he's like, oh, like, I don't believe in it. And I'm like, why? Like, just because you, you know, you're all manly and you don't want to believe in something spiritual? Yeah. Or no, that's really common among men. So in a typical mm. workshop or class, I might have, you know, like 10 women and one man, you know, um, so yeah, the men are kind of like gaining interest in this very slowly, but then there are some that are very interested in, you know, everything spiritual, but I think generally I just welcome skeptics. So I run psychic events where we do s demonstrations of mediumship and I say, come along, even if you're skeptical, absolutely come along because I would really like people to see how amazing it is to receive a message from your loved one in the spirit world. And, you know, even people that haven't experienced healing before, it's absolutely life-changing. If you have a Reiki treatment or sound therapy in particular, I think is extremely powerful and it is kind of like the future um, of healing. So more and more people are trying sound baths where you basically go along, lay down, close your eyes and you just listen to the sounds and you receive a lot of healing. So that, that vibration of the instruments is going into every cell in your body. It's kind of just realigning everything and bringing it back into balance. So people are finding that they can just achieve so much from sound baths, even just working on, you know, mental, physical, emotional, working on all levels and just finding that it helps anxiety, depression, um, basically everything really. You just everything works on intention. So the intention that you put out is what you get back really. Mm, I just had such a good idea. I'm planning on doing a live podcast event next year okay. at some point, and I would love to have you in a room doing sound healing. That would be so cool. Oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, let's chat about that later. That would be so cool. I find it so interesting. So how many sessions of the sound healing do you think is necessary to actually make a big difference or does it just completely vary person to person? Yeah, I think it depends on each person, but also how, you know, if you, the more you do something, the more you get out of it. But the, the fantastic thing about sound therapy is that you can feel a difference within the first session. So whether you're aware of that straight away during the session or not, it doesn't matter because you're receiving that healing anyway. But lots of people kind of come along and they find it really relaxing. They go to sleep, but they report back afterwards and say that, you know, they're experiencing enhanced positivity, productivity. It's just affecting them in all areas of their life, um, especially sleep as well. People that suffer with insomnia, you can find that it's really helpful for improving your sleep patterns. 
So yeah, it depends on each person. Some people are really aware of it during the session and afterwards some people it takes a few days to kick in. Mhm. Absolutely. That's so interesting. So so interesting. I'm so passionate okay. about sound therapy and I'm just kind of on a mission just to spread the word and you know just get everybody to try it really. Yeah. I think it's so interesting and I actually really want to get involved in it because I think that would be such a cool thing to experience and try out. Definitely. Yeah, especially as you already meditate as well, so you've got that kind of like basic experience already. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Um, should we get into the live reading? I'm so excited yeah. for it. <laughs> let me just give my cards a quick shuffle and then let's get going. Whoops. All right. Okay. So just for you guys um, about the uh, tarot cards again, uh, there are how many cards in a deck? Just uh, Do you know, hang on, I've had a blonde moment. I think is it? I can't actually remember, but I work with all different cards. So I'm actually going to bring in a couple of other cards as well. So Okay. Um, so what are on the cards just for the listeners? So basically I have a set of cards here. Let me just see. So they're called the Guardian Angel Oracle cards. So mm-hmm. I kind of just, again, I work intuitively, so I feel I'm going to pick some cards. Um, I've just selected some cards that I'd like to work with during the session. Um, so I've got this set here, the Oracle Angel set. I've also got some animal messages here, so working with your animal spirit guides. And then I've just got some tarot cards just to bring in at the end, um, just to see if we can give you any more guidance. Amazing. So you kind of know what's going on in my life right now. Maybe um, let's not get into like major specifics no. about that project, yeah. remember? No. But just everything else, be totally, I, I'm happy for everyone to listen. Okay. So basically, yeah, I mean, right, reading, psychic readings just give you a bit of guidance. So it would be quite general probably. But let's just see if I just pick a couple of cards from each set and then we'll see what comes up. So obviously, if you were in front of me, I would get you to pick these cards, but I'm just going to intuitively pick some for you. Okay, here we are. Right. So working with my Angel Oracle cards, I've picked a few cards here. So I picked three cards, and they are Justice, Transformation, and Motivation. Okay. So straight away, I kind of feel like these are very connected to you. Um, Obviously, I've done a brief reading for you already. So I think this is very spot on for you at the moment. So the first card, Justice, when I'm working with this in the tarot cards, it always feels as if, um, you know, something's coming to an end, some kind of like paperwork, a legal situation, um, something's like basically coming to fruition. So something that you've been working on is, you know, finally coming together. But it's a case of just kind of like waiting for that to happen. That's literally so spot on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next card um, is motivation. And I think this just kind of like sums you up, you know, in general. I feel that you're very motivated. You kind of like just keep going and keep going. Um, like I think if if something happens, it doesn't work out your way, you're just going to find another way to make it happen. So I think this is just showing you that you are very motivated and you can kind of like just make anything happen by just setting your mind to it and just, you know, believing that it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the third card I picked from this set is transformation. 
So it's a lovely card and he's just an angel holding a butterfly. But I feel like this is your life. It's it's just kind of like, it's, it feels as if everything's going to change and it's just going to transform. Um, so we're talking kind of like in the present and in the future. But I think this has a double meaning as well. It's kind of like you as a person. So you have transformed as a person. So it's like you're you're kind of just really evolving and just kind of like, you know, vibrating at a different level. And if, in terms of spirituality, you're just kind of like evolving um, as a person. But yeah, your life in all areas just feels like it's transforming. I'm in a transformation phase at the moment, definitely for sure. Mm -hmm. In every area, you know, I'm extremely motivated with, uh, you know, moving. I'm moving really soon. Um, there's a lot of stuff with work right now that's really you know, starting to happen. And it's been, as you know, kind of stagnant for the past year and a half with this one project. And I really feel like it's about to blow up and it's about to actually happen. Mm -hmm. You know, as well with my body, I've been really motivated lately to be the healthiest and best version of myself in that department. And I feel good. I do feel good, but I, I still feel like there's a part of the old me kind of holding me back. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not going to let her kind of keep me uh, you know, in that comfortable place. I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to pick a card for you of my animal spirit guides as well. So this should be um, kind of like a bit, like a sort of an affirmation or a bit of guidance. So let me just see where I'm drawn. They're really pretty cards. Unfortunately, you can't see them. They're really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, this is interesting. So I've got the seagull for you. And there's, okay. so there's, obviously there's a picture of a seagull and then it says, now is the time for deep emotional healing. Okay, mm. so that really relates to what you've just said about, you know, not that, that aspect of you that you're still working on. So that bit that holds you back. So as much as we've said this is a transformational process, it feels as if you, yeah, there's still that little bit of work that you've got to do. And you need to just keep working on that healing. Just find those areas, those blockages, and let's just try and release those blockages and, you know, just keep working on yourself. And I think that you'll be in a really good position when you've done all of this healing and all of these changes start happening. Mm -hmm. So maybe you do need some sound healing. Yeah, I definitely do. And I also think, listen, like, I'm, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but... I'm, I'm getting there. I'm like, I'm taking steps forward, not backwards, even though it's maybe a little bit slower than I wish it would. Um, but I also think I'm always going to be the kind of person that wants to strive for more. I don't think I'm ever going to be 100%, uh, you know, completely happy where I am in that moment. I always like to have goals and I always want to have, you know, things to strive for, but I do definitely agree. Yeah. I need to kind of step it up a, a notch emotionally to kind of, you know, listen to myself and do those things that I know I should be doing for my self-love. Like, for example, I don't know why, but I've been really distracting and procrastinating the past week on my phone. And I've been really over consuming technology and watching stuff on YouTube and being on social media. And I really think it's just a way of like avoidance right now to like avoid these uncertain emotions. Yeah. So I think I just need to deal, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just face it head on anything that you need to deal with, just face it and just 
you know, feel your emotions, let them go. Just do what you need to do. Yeah, not distract myself and keep burying them. Yeah, and also just be kind to yourself, you know. I mean, you talk a lot about self-care in your podcast, so just be kind to yourself, just do what you need to do. Yeah. 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 I've just picked some tarot cards as well just to finish. And, um, yeah, they just kind of, like, echo everything we've said. So we've got, um, you know, starting a new cycle, trying new things, going on a new journey. But also I've got one here um, that just makes me feel that you mustn't spend too much time alone. I think I said this to you in the um, in the previous reading as well. But just, yeah, just, like, I think spending time alone is great, but just beware of not spending too much time on your own. Mm, I'm I'm alone most of the time because <laughs> I don't have a normal job. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is, you know, quite overwhelming sometimes. I definitely feel better when I kind of get up early and get out of the house yeah. and just do something. Exactly. So yeah, if you're, if this is how you're feeling at the moment, just make sure, yeah, you just get out and just be around people sometimes. And yeah, nature as well is great. Yes, absolutely agree with that. Mm. For sure. Does it say anything about that thing that I've been working on. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> let me just see what else I've got here. So I kind of keep getting just like the, like as if having a little bit of money to invest in something. So it definitely feels mm-hmm. like there's, there's a new project on the horizon. Um, I feel that you need to be strong. I think this is going to be a really difficult process. So you need to be strong to deal with what's coming. Um, but yeah, just kind of like, again, there's nothing concrete yet. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just trying new things and just kind of like looking to the future. That's what I'm getting. Um, new opportunities. Um, but it's positive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so I remember the past, well, last time and also I had another reading um, maybe four months ago and both of the ones, like, so the one we did a few weeks ago and the one from four months ago with the other person, they both had money cards, yeah. like, that you're getting, that I'm going to be in, you know, getting more money in the next yeah. six months to a year-ish. Yeah. Does does that come up at all? Because yeah. your girl, you know, wants some moolah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I was just referring to. Sorry. Um, when I was talking about the, yeah, having money to invest in something it is that's how it's coming across to me. So like having not, you know, not like a massive sum of money just yet, but it's like the, just a little bit coming your way and it's, you can, you can do something with it, you know? Yes. I always like to, when I get, you know, a, a good amount of money, I'll always put it back into what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's annoying cause I'm not that great at saving <laughs> because I always want to like put it back into my business yeah. or put it, you know, towards doing something um, or going to a seminar or like doing something bigger that I've wanted to do that will really help with my, you know, personal growth and and development. So um, yeah, that could be really interesting. The other card, the final card that I have for you is again about, um, I keep getting for you that you're going to be going abroad. So it's kind of like, I am looking, looking abroad. So I'm looking to the future. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to be gone from London forever but I'm definitely going to be traveling around the next you know few months to a year if this project happens so that means the project's happening if the traveling's involved right (laughs) or you never know because it could be something else because there's so many opportunities in this lifetime we get really fixated on one thing and then we 
you know, we forget that actually there could be something else coming our way. So always. So tell me what, um, so how should I be kind of treating my life right now? Um, you know, obviously I'm fixated on this one thing, but how am I going? Cause you also really like to practice the law of attraction and manifesting. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. How would you kind of give advice to anyone listening to manifest what you want in life, even if it's, you know, not super specific? So I would just say that just be aware of your thoughts. So I I discovered The Secret. I think a lot of people have heard of The Secret, the book. I read that about 10 years ago and kind of like just started applying the principles from that. But basically, you have to be aware of your thoughts. Your thoughts create your life. So you need to kind of like remember to put positive thoughts out there and, you know, keep switching. So when you have these negative thoughts, keep switching it back to positive and just really visualize what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve and feel the emotions of that as well. So if you are trying to, for example, you're trying to get a new job, just kind of really find that gratitude already for the new job and just maybe write a gratitude list. You can write on a piece of paper every day or how often you feel like it, you know, thank you for this new job. And, you know, sometimes we can be specific, but that job is not meant for us. So sometimes we don't get that job, but we get another one that's even better. So I would just say, you know, thank you for the new job that makes me very happy. Um, Maybe put a kind of a location in there if you want to work in a certain location. But overall, just keep feeling the emotions and the happiness of what that will bring you. And you can also work with crystals. So some people, a lot of people have crystals now, but they don't really know what to do with them. So I would say just whatever crystal you've got, just kind of like work with that. But you can also work with, for example, like citrine is good for bringing abundance. So you can write on your piece of paper, you can put a crystal on top of it, and you can just look at that every day and really kind of keep feeling those emotions and just kind of like put it somewhere like even, or you could put something on your fridge, you know, put it in your bedroom, wherever you are, just kind of work with what you've got, but just keep looking and feeling those emotions, you know? Mm. and always staying inspired so I have a vision board in my room and I redo it every couple of months and I put you know I print out really gorgeous photos of of you know offices and quotes and fashion and you know beauty stuff that I love and then I kind of mismatch it with uh you know little writings that I do myself like my morning routine and like my schedule and like just things that kind of relate to me and I feel like after maybe six to eight weeks, I kind of get numb to that gorgeous vision board and I need to redo it. So I find that that's also a really great tip is to kind of like have that vision board. But then when you feel, when you're starting to feel uninspired from it, kind of switch it around and it's a really nice kind of afternoon activity. Yeah, that's such a good idea. Um, Sometimes I run workshops around vision boards, but it's a really good idea. Yeah, just to have that vision board again, you know, wherever you can put it in your bedroom or in your kitchen, And just keep changing it. If something doesn't feel right, take it off, put something else on there. But it just helps you to visualize those things that you're trying to manifest. And it is, as you say, it's a really fun thing to do. So you can cut out things from magazines or you can take printouts from from online. Or you can actually just write some things on there, draw some things if you're artistic, you know, just draw it and put it on there Um, and just keep changing it. Like now's a really good time to do it. Obviously, we're approaching the end of the year. So start creating your vision board for next year and then you can always mix it up halfway through the year or whenever it feels right, basically. Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with uncertainty though? Because 
I think we spoke about this in our last reading. Like I really struggle with anxiety about being uncertain about decisions and uncertain about, you know, where my life is taking me because I'm, you know, a slight control freak and I like to know, no, no. Um, what, how would you deal about, uh, about something or how would you deal with something that makes you feel really uncertain? So, I mean, I talk a lot about the universe Um, So I might sound a little bit way out here, but basically I talk about, you know, working with the universe to kind of like attract things into your life. So you just need to have faith and it's not a religious thing at all. I'm not religious. Um, It's just kind of spirituality, really. It teaches you just to believe in yourself and just kind of believe that you can make things happen. So your thoughts create your life. So have that trust that the universe will provide what you need. Because a lot of the time, you know, we really focus and fixate on the things that are going wrong in our lives. And what we need to do is just focus on the positives, focus focus on the good things. And, you know, that's why I write gratitude lists, just to kind of really appreciate what is going right in my life. So, yeah, just keep believing that things are going to work out. Make sure you do meditation. If you're feeling stressed, you know, find something that helps you to relax. That's why sound baths are really good. They're helping so many people to work on the anxiety and depression. But anybody can meditate at home. So as soon as you start feeling stressed, just go onto YouTube and find some nice calming music. Put some incense on. They're amazing. If you've got incense or sage, you know, just kind of like we talk about cleansing your space, but, you know, basically just, you know, putting the incense around the room, cleansing that negative energy away. You can even do it around yourself, you know, around your aura. Um, Just get rid of all that negative stale energy and just really keep switching it back to positivity. Um, you, know, you know, you don't have to understand meditation. You can just literally put that calming music on and just connect to the sounds and just start to feel calmer. You read, even just reading a book is very helpful, you know, just to make yourself feel calm if you're feeling anxious, you know, worried about the future. Just sit and read a book, like a really nice story that helps you to escape because we just get so absorbed in, you know, in those negative thoughts. Yeah. And how important is it for you to stay positive? Because I know for me, it completely changes my life. Um, You know, a lot of the time, the easy option is to be negative and kind of sulk in my negative thoughts and act like a victim. But when I actually take charge of my thoughts and, and take charge of my mentality, my day is crazy different and I actually get such a better outcome out of life yeah definitely it's it's important to focus on those positive thoughts but what I also stress is that it's not possible to be positive every single day because we're human so I just think just let yourself feel those emotions you know for example yesterday I had a little bit of a tearful day um, you know because there's a lot going on there's a lot of change going on um, but change is good so what I'm trying to do is just focus on that positive change just go with it but obviously that means letting go of certain things and kind of like, you know, just moving forward. So just trying to focus on, it sounds silly, but I'm actually going to say what I'm talking about. So actually one of the things that I'm trying to do with is I've actually got to um, say goodbye to my car. Um, it's like a two door car and I need to move towards a van now. And so now I need to get used to driving a van and it all just felt a little bit overwhelming yesterday and other things that are going on. So I'm kind of trying to see it in a positive light, you know, for my business. It's really good to get the vehicle that's going to allow me to fit all my equipment. So just turning that negative to positive and just remembering that you're doing the right thing, you know? 
Because mm, change is scary. That's the thing. Even if it's not bad change, it's scary. We're not used to it as human beings. We're not comfortable with change. Exactly. I know. And yet everything is changing all the time. So Yeah, exactly. We have to embrace it, honestly. We do, yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to be stuck. And so we just have to keep moving with the change. I've actually just done a post mm. on Instagram today about change as well. <laughs> it's very relevant. Yeah. It's so true. I feel like so many people that I know are going through massive change. Like a good friend of mine just had to move back to Canada because of visa issues. Um, you know, there are so many people in my life right now that feel like there's so much change going on. Definitely. Yeah, there is in our lives and in the world as well. You know, there's a lot of, you know, world events that are going on there. You talked about uncertainty and there is so much uncertainty, you know, just within this country at the moment, it's causing a lot of fear and in the world. Um, so this is why it's so important just to kind of like find your spiritual self. I talk a lot about modern spirituality and just, you know, we all talk about self-care. So self-care, I feel, is going to become so important, especially in this country, you know, with the things that are going on. We need to kind of keep working on ourselves to manage our anxiety. So many people are being affected by anxiety now. Like everybody that I speak to has had a, you know, a phase of anxiety and we just need to find the tools that help us with that. So whether you've tried healing or, you know, meditation or anything, there'll be something that can help you or maybe even it's counseling, you know, just talking about it, getting it out. Anything that we hold on to is not good. Everything can just, you know, lead us towards more stress and illness. So what we do is we just need to keep releasing everything, not holding on to mm. it. Yeah, absolutely. You're so right. Well, this has been <laughs> such a fun episode. It's already 40 minutes. Um, I'm so happy that we did this. And I hope you guys got a bit of an insight um, into, you know, the tarot card reading and how it all works. Obviously, it would be a longer session. This was just like a little short session for the podcast. But yeah, if if you guys want to contact Kaylee, like go check her out on Instagram, go check out her blog and get in touch with her because she can do distance sessions as well. Do you want to kind of pimp yourself out, Kaylee, and tell everyone what your Instagram and everything is? Sure, yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun just, you know, just spreading the word about, you know, complementary therapies and self-care and everything like that and psychic readings. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Please do give me a follow, Psychic Lady K. And on on Facebook, it's Complementary Therapies with Kaylee. Um, my my website is diaryofapsychic.com. So just have a look on there. If you're curious about anything that we've talked about, I've got different sections that explain, you know, what the complementary therapies are, how sound baths work, and then a link to all my monthly sound baths. So I've got six sound baths in my local area. So I live in southeast London. So that's kind of like zone four to zone six. So there's six monthly sound baths. I've even got a sound bath in a salt cave, believe it or not which is wow. amazing. <laughs> that is so relaxing in there. It's amazing. And you're getting kind of like double the benefits. You're getting the salt therapy and the sound therapy. That is so cool. Where <laughs> is that? that? So that's in Bexley Heaths. That is in zone six. So it's, you know, a little bit further out, but it's only half an hour from London Bridge, Charing Cross, you know, Waterloo. So it's mm. like two minutes from Bexley Heath Station as well. So cool. it's worth it, you know, just half an hour. But aside from that, I do some psychic events and, you know, I can do distance readings, distance healing and everything like that. So 
also animal healing and animal communication. So if you feel that it could be useful for you or your pet, please do get in touch and I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me.